Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I think in well, let me wait two more minutes. I usually start at eleven oh five, so let me let me wait the two more minutes and then we'll get going here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I think this is a good time to do that. Um, oh, well, here comes Chandra. Every time I say that, another person comes, so that's good. All right, now I'm going to really get started because now I have now I'm now we're at 11:06. So, uh, with that said, my name is Beth Guide. I'm with Vertical Web, and today's topic is going to be how to read an SEO report. And the reason that I think I want to do this is that we get a lot of questions from uh, clients on how do you read the report, what is the report, and a lot of the times what I find is that SEO reports can be, I'm going to use the word manipulated, and I do mean it with a negative connotation, to give and to create whatever the person that's generating the report wants to create. So I want you guys to be educated, to know how to look at it, and to cut through the noise of it all and say, what does it really matter to me? And I'm going to kind of, I hope to attack three different types of reports today. 
so that we can we can look at all uh, different types of them. One of which will be Google Analytics because there's a lot of a lot of talk about that. I'm still going to use the Universal Google Analytics because I think it it makes a lot more sense to do that right now. Um, the G4 statistics are not as um, available and as well developed. Everybody kind of disliking them. Um, and what I'm going to say about Google Analytics is they are converting it next year. So if you're using Google Analytics now, you need to make sure that you set up the um, Google Analytics for now so that you have at least one year of historicals. Um, I have uh, so my clients, I have a secondary uh, set of reporting on. So I have I'll be able to keep um, my stats going backwards in time um, because we we have a complete, basically a complete set. Yes. But you guys mm-hmm. um, make sure that if, if reporting is important to you, that you make sure that you set that up now and that you have a plan because Google Analytics is going away for the way we know it. And in some cases, I have, you know, years of data in there that I'm, it's very sad to me that we're kind of being, quote unquote, forced to lose. So um, with that said, um, let me open my browser. And that way we can we can kind of we can kind of get started here. And I'm I'm going to start with Google Analytics first because I want to kind of give you what they say. And then I want to show you how some of these SEO programs out there can parse the data um, so that, you know, how to read it and make sure that it's the way that you, you know, that you kind of are understanding it so that you have an understanding of what what's happening with all of this. Sorry about that. Yeah, thank you for for telling me that. That is who I that is who I removed. So I appreciate that. Okay, so let me just start over again. Let me let me down here. It's taking me a minute. I apologize. There we go. So we will start again. All right. So we have our screen here. We're going to put in analytics after it. And you should, um, if I spell analytics right, it would actually help the situation. Um, when you get here, you're going to sign in. My account is pretty much pre-programmed, so it's auto going to sign in for me. Um, and it is going to give me a list of the accounts that are here for us to be able to, this is the wrong account that I want to look at. I want to go to, maybe it is the right All right, and then we're gonna go here. I gotta get to the right the right one, so I do apologize. It's gonna take me a second to do that. I'm trying to get to this one here. It's the one I want. 
And I'm going to use my own to go over it with you because I think it's uh, probably the best one to start with. So you get into Google Analytics. If you didn't have multiple accounts, you would come right into your own view. Um, when I look at my own view, it gives me an overview of what our traffic is for this week. With it being a holiday during this week, we had a little less traffic and I've not done as good of a job putting our blog post out. Um, so you get an overview of what your traffic was for the week. It gives you a overview of how you acquire your users and what users you have. Um, and, and this is just general pieces of information. So I don't take this to heart too much that we had 188 instead of 209 this week or whatever, because I know that our traffic is um, that because of the holiday, there was not as in Father's Day. So we had between Juneteenth and Father's Day, we had like everybody had like a short week. So I'm not too concerned about this number. Um, I, what I like to look at is how do people find us? And I think that's an important thing. And I, and it, you know, I have 21 here on organic search, 1926. Now what's interesting to me when I look at my own statistics, the one thing that I will, um, I don't know what that is. Sorry about that. Chandra, is that really you? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. For some reason, my computer's decided it wants to play music. Okay. Is that really you? Okay. So I don't know where this came from, from come, come from up there like it said you said it. I don't know what it's doing. So, all right, I'm just going to leave it alone for right now. Are we saying, okay. <sighs> I hate when we have these problems. I do apologize because it's disruptive. It's the only thing it is, is disruptive. All right. Okay, so let's kind of get back in our little thing here. Um, all right, so we have our organic search. It lets me know how much organic search we have going on, how people find us, what they do. Um, one of the interesting things I'll say about this, this website's only about three months old. So um, it doesn't upset me too much that there's only 26 uh, organic searches a month on a, on a brand new website that's only three months old. Um, that is somewhat localized. Um, so there is, there is that part. Um, and then I can look and I can see how many active users I have. I can look and I can see whether they stuck around. And what I'll say to you is that although this is really very nice information to have, the question is how do I utilize it to make a sale? What am I going to do with this data from a very big standpoint, what am I going to do with it? So I have to start into looking inside and under those numbers, okay? So this is real-time numbers. I have somebody on the schedule page, which might have even been me because I, I needed it for my own list. Um, there's a set of, of options over here on the side, and I want to kind of touch on them and then kind of say, okay, how do we look at this? All right. So our audience is our, our viewer, our viewers and the people that came and visited the website. 
all right? Um, and um, when they come and they look at the website, um, they get, we get and have a look of them, who they are. We can get a active user. We can get a little bit of a demographics on them. I think I have the demographics hood up. So there's basically, I have 51% of the visitors are male. 48% of them are female. Um, we have age groups that they're 18, they're 25 to 34, um, and then 45 to 54. So what that tells me is I have a lot of younger users and I have to adjust my thinking. So when I look at something like this, I know that I have to make sure that I put a website together that's more uh, that will more appeal to a 34-year-old than a 60-year-old, okay, because of the demographics of our website. Um, I can come down, I can say um, gender, and they only have two, so I, this is Google that are reporting this, um, and they'll give you what the split is, um, and that's very useful information from a design standpoint. So I like having some of this information and we're only looking at a week here. Um, I can make it go back to, let's say we're gonna make, we'll take a 60, a 60 day snapshot at it. All right, it gives me what the breakout is and it's pretty much 50-50, male, female. Um, it gives me a lot of, so when I do information for the website and I pick graphics for the website, I need to pick a more masculine approach um, because I know that I have the split, but that split is a little bit more towards listening towards the male side. So when you design it, be a little more, I'm going to have, I have to have a little bit sharper edges with it. Um, the other thing that um, I did make sure that we did too, is I needed to make sure that we appeal to the younger folks. Now, the younger folks, when you market to younger folks, they like reviews they like free uh items they're they're a little bit more um they're a little less service oriented and a little bit more um what do i get and how can i get the most amount of something for the least amount of money so again understanding like i think the everybody over the age of 45 is a little bit can be a little bit more service oriented so knowing this about this website and understanding who's visiting the website it helps me understand how to fine tune my message. So that's one thing that I would always try to make sure that I knew about on my website um, is, is how uh, on what that was and how that was. Okay. Um, I can, they can give, they give you some information on where they're located, what their behaviors are, whether they're new, whether they're, what their interests are, because they track these people around the internet uh, and not in so much me, but they're tracking people around the internet and it, it tells me where people are and what people are looking for. And if you look over here, it'll give you on my website, it talks about web design and web development tells, talks about advertising and marketing SEO. Um, and it, and it comes on down and the breakout of who we meet. And then it also gives you an idea of like, what are some of the broader categories? So we have, uh, value shoppers, we have business professionals, um, and then we kind of come on down the line from there. So I, I think this is all valuable information to have about your user base because it helps you fine tune your message. Now, I would think that an SEO report, a lot of times with an SEO report, they're not actually going to give that to you. Okay. Um, because they're more about usually who's ever drafting the report is more about showing you their worth. Um, 
And, you know, what did I do and what have I not done for you? So I, I but I think this is extremely informa- valuable information to have um, because I think it starts you to understand who your business, who you, who your, what your customer journey is, who you're talking to, what is your audience. And without that knowledge, it makes it, it starts to make it very hard um, to understand um, how to message your website and, and how you need to interact with that. So I, I would like to really encourage you to get under the hood and get in here and turn that on and make sure you have that. Um, SEO companies and people that do marketing like to talk about how you acquire to your customers. Um, and this is also often what makes it to a report. All right. So Sarah asked, how do I turn on the audience? When you get in there, it's an option. If it's not on already, you just have to, you just have to push the button and it'll set it up and it'll start capturing it for you. Okay. Um, so um, just make sure you just, uh, mine is already turned. I don't know. Maybe it's not on one of these other people's. Hold on a minute. Let me see if Arcus here in this group. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. All right. Well, well who's who said that one? Can anybody tell me what one that lit up as? Because we gotta, we're gonna remove that one too. I'm just kicking people out. If I kick you out wrongly, you can send me an email. You'll know how to get to me. Um, okay, so let me see if this one is on. So when you hit demographic, as if it's not turned on, you tell it enable. So you see there's a button there and it says enable, and then it'll tell you about that website. Tell it 24 hours and it'll start doing it. So it's pretty easy to to start turning that on and off as you need to. So let me kind of come back to mine now. Um, Let me come back over here. All right. So, all righty. So we did that. So in the acquisition report, this is those things about how do you get traffic? And then the reverse of that, what you need to know and what you need to understand is how do I get traffic? Then what am I putting in front of somebody to get that traffic? So we'll start with um, from the main, we'll start with the main overview, Go kind of go back to that. And it tells me that 56% of my traffic is coming from um, organic. Um, 34% of it is coming from um, direct traffic, people that know us, people that uh, come to us through the, from these classes, people that come to the website because they know of me. Um, that's how they come in and come into all of this. Uh, referrals are, are outside places um, that send people like the Houston West Chamber of Commerce that will have that show up there. And then last but not least, you have your social media. So we have we have, you know, we have some that are coming from referral sources. I have some that are coming from social media, but 56% of my traffic comes from organic. So that tells me that's where I want to put that in. Now I do have some Google ads running, but it's not enough to show up here. But I, I like to know that because it tells me that I want, I want that numbers to be diverse. Okay. I don't want it to be 100% off of Google because when you have a business that's 100% off of Google, that's dependent on Google, then you're dependent on Google and you have no other recourse, but then that. 
So if they change something and you lose that, then it's going to force you into an, a paid ad model and that starts to get more expensive and that becomes problematic. So I like to keep mine very well balanced. I'm very happy with the way this is. That organic search is, you know, about 60% of our traffic. I've got enough of a brand that, you know, 35% of it is people looking and seeking us out directly. And I think that's, that's a big deal. I think that's an important thing. And I think that's a big deal. So I would, I would encourage you to have a well-rounded approach that didn't just depend on one aspect of it, build your brand, go with the organic search. And, and, but that's what I see when I look at that. Now, an SEO company could say, see, look, 56% of your traffic is coming from your SEO efforts. And that is in fact true. But I think I want all of these things to work. And I think I, and like, I encourage my customers to do things that make them more visible within the marketplace, make themselves experts within the marketplace so that they have people seeking them out directly. And they're not 100% dependent on um, Google itself. Okay, so I would I would encourage that um, when I drill down into the organic numbers, it'll start to tell me, um, you know, what are some of the search terms people used? But if you notice, there's thirteen hundred and forty seven of them that are not defined. So I'm going to tell you a free trick um, that I use that I have here and it's worked pretty masterfully. I, I, and I don't know whether they're going to be able to alter it when it gets to. Um, GA4 or not, but I have this little service over here that is called Keyword Hero. And what it does is it matches up the searches that come out of um, your Google Search Console with the traffic that comes in from Google Analytics. And it's able to apply those two things at the same time. So you see now it took my not provided number from 1300 all the way down to 81. So I have 116 that are looking for the brand traffic. I have uh, a lot of Squarespace kind of stuff. And the reason I have that is because we have some help documents on how to move away from Squarespace or how to change some DNS listings with Squarespace. Um, you can see we have 15 in that period for web hosting. Um, we have a period for uh, SEO and SEO web design, web hosting again. So I can look down here and I can see what the keywords people are doing and putting in. So I make sure that when I put together a page, I'm putting together a page um, in the right way that may help push this up. Now, what I'm going to also say to you is do not obsess on keywords anymore. Okay. When I look at my keyword list, I'm looking at a list that basically tells me that I have a well-rounded approach and that I'm not necessarily centered on something, but something like SEO, local SEO is something that I want to rank on. So I need to maybe think about putting up some more local SEO pages because out of all of this, I only have nine um, people that selected our website. So I want to look at that. So I like knowing what these keywords are. Um, and I like knowing whether I'm doing a good job or not. So I would encourage everybody, Keyword Hero is a free account. It's not going to cost you anything unless you're a busy website. I would encourage everybody to go ahead and get one of those accounts and set that all up um, so that you have this. So see, we have Houston SEO services, we have local SEO with Google Maps. I mean, we have things that will 
attract businesses. Now, what else I'm going to tell you, and this is experience saying this, not that I've ever seen it written anywhere. I think you have to have a website that does 100 users a day before you start to get consistent leads and business off your website. And it always seems like once you get over that 100 benchmark per day, that the leads start flowing in. On a website that's doing 40, 50, 60, um, I, I, I think, you know, you're lucky if you get one or two a month. All right. So I want you to have the right expectation here that you really want to start to bolster your numbers so that you can, you can start to get enough trap foot traffic through the website every day that starts to get you, you know, a lead or two a day. That should be, depending on what kind of business you have and where you're located. Um, you know, if you're selling something, well, that number needs to be two, three, four, five hundred, twenty-five thousand, whatever that is, and upwards. So you need to, but you need to make sure that you have enough people per day to for us to be able to um, to be able to do this. All right. So it says for us, it's been a verification of business, how successful the business is, etc. What What do you mean? What do you mean by saying that? That people, if you treat, I know what you're saying. If you treat it that way that's what you're going to end up having, that it becomes a business validation. If you treat it, and I'll give you a real life example of that, but if you treat it as if it's a lead generation source and not a validation of your business, it's going to change the dynamic. So I have an electrician that is out in Katy. um, And I used to ask them all the time, hey, you know, you need help with all of this. And she would tell me, no, no, no. And exactly what you just said. So she came to me, Um, back in February. And she said to me, she said, somebody took my website offline. WordPress is hacked. I don't know what to do. I can't get the guy that designed it to fix it. Can you help me do something? So of course I told her yes. And I had me and my staff sat down and we put together a little website for her and built it all out. Right. But I built it with the principles of SEO in it. And when I did that, what she's getting now is she's getting one to three leads a week of people that don't know her that are going out to find that business. I think I'm a little bit more in your vein that people come to our website to validate the business. But at the end of the day is that if you carry yourself as an expert, people will find you, they will see you as the expert. And what ends up happening with that is you end up with somebody coming and reaching out that you have not had to personally meet that you end up with the lead force far. So understand that if you only use it to verify and validate your business, that's the, that's the way it's going to be done. But if you actively pursue getting the right traffic to the website, you're going to start to get people that don't know you finding you and then making an inquiry. So this keyword report is always very important to me. I'm going to show you, I have, I actually have keywords tracked elsewhere. Um, I match these two reports to see if the, at the, uh, what I'm doing actually matriculates out that I get put traffic on those words. So it's great that I'm number one on something, but if it, if there's no traffic on it, and that's what I mean when I say to you, understanding an SEO report, a lot of the times I'll see people say, Oh, well, you know, the, you, you're ranked number one on 50 terms. Okay, great. I'm number one on 50 terms, but if there are 50 terms that bring no traffic, or there are 50 terms that don't have money attached to them, there are worthless 50 terms, and why would I even talk about it? 
Okay. So I want you to make sure that you have goals set in mind. So what we've been kind of doing is we're taking these websites and we look at them and we go, okay, what are 50 money-making words as opposed to um, just 50 random words. So you can see here, and I'm going to come up on my own here. Okay. Now, if I was going to give somebody a, 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 a report, all right. And not saying that I would do this, but I would, I, I could see somebody saying, okay, look, see, you're ranked on Squarespace. Don't connect your domain. And how do I correct, connect my domain to Squarespace? The fact of the matter is we put that there to help our domain registration customers that don't use us as a web hosting company. That, that term, if it went away tomorrow, it's not helping me at all, all right? But web hosting Houston or Houston web hosting, that's something that helps me. Now, my next question is, where am I and how do I get that 15 now to be a much higher number? Because as I've already told you, I need to start to get into the hundreds on things. So I don't want everybody to be short-sighted and say, hey, it's a verification in your business. I think we all have to flip the script along and say, okay, how am I going to utilize this to get people to see us that don't, that, that don't know us or have not met us in other, other ways? So this says, for a non-client profit, a client of mine should be looking for an expert to, and to solicit donations. Yes, that would be, yes, you could, you could, you could look at it that way too. I mean, I, that one I just showed you on ARC is a nonprofit. I've done it multiple ways. I've done it through information. He teaches stuff on um, bullying and school violence and how not to have it. They sell divorce classes. So what I did is I kind of came at this from multiple different angles to make sure that I have, um, I, I'm, I'm getting out in front of that and I'm being an expert and people are going to be more likely to donate to that cause because I sound like I'm smart. I don't sound like I'm meaning the, the customer that I don't sound like I'm a scam. I don't I don't feel like or nothing's happening um, that would make me think anything other than this guy knows his stuff. And yes, the, the solicitations of donations have gone up. Um, we, we've been able to, we've been able to do quite a, quite a few things with it just simply because we created and extended the foot traffic on the website. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of how I, that's kind of how I approach approach that. So, and I mean, we've got several nonprofits. I, I, you know, in fact, I've got a lot, I've got quite a few nonprofits to be quite honest with you. And each one of them have different sets of needs. Um, I have one up in Montgomery right now that I, that I work with, and that needs credibility. Um, everybody knows the lady that runs it, but the organization itself needs credibility. And I, you know, I kind of keep trying to encourage her to do a, a podcast, to do educational videos, um, and not just always, you don't lead with, hey, can I have some money? Lead with what your problem is and educate people. And when you do that, then when you ask for the money, it's a little bit softer of a target. At least that's my opinion. So that's something that we work on with that one. But as you can see, so let's kind of stay with this. So as you can see, I can look at down here, I can have a view of my, my uh, keywords, what's coming in, what's not coming in. Um, and so I can understand. So let's come back to a regular view um, without it. The next thing that I have, um, I, again, is, uh, let's see if 
I hit, let's see if it will put up. I don't have this actually have this hooked up. I should. Um, let me go back over here. It wants way too much. Um, it also will give me a report of source. So Google Analytics, Bing, Facebook, and then a lot of the other things that I have going on here. Where are they coming from? What are they doing? So I have a whole list here of what what's what. What I find interesting to me is that I have more traffic coming off Facebook than I do LinkedIn. And I think if you just asked me right off the top of my head, I would have turned around and said LinkedIn would be more traffic than Facebook. So that's kind of an interesting little side note to me that that's going on. Um, as I as I come down on each as I come down on each one of this, this is another version of this. See, I have the Houston West Chamber here. We've got nine that came from Yelp. So I have multiple different referral sources here that I can see over time that tell me, you know, whether I'm doing a good job, whether I'm doing a bad job, how am I, how am I doing, and how are we, how are we interacting? Now, what's interesting to me is again, I'm trying to talk to you about. If I was, I'm going to let somebody else in the room. If it goes haywire, I'll have to punt him out too, but um, we'll see. I never know who's real and who's not today for some reason. They're all going a little sideways on me. Um, anyway, um, so I kind of look at all of this. If I put myself from a marketing side um, and I was hiring somebody to do Facebook um, and I only had, you know, 26 out of 219 came from Facebook, I might have to ask that person, you know, hey, what are we, what are we doing here and why? So um, this does give you some overview between the referrals and the channels and the source maps. It does give you an idea of where people are coming from and then what that, what they actually end up going out to. So you know, I have a good handle when I look at this. I mean, I, I've got traffic from coming apparently from 61 different places. I don't even know who the 61 people are. So that's, yeah, see DuckDuckGo's here, Google Organics here, some other places that we have here. So we have a, a whole uh, bunch of stuff here. And we got to remove that dude. So... Sorry about that. I keep never know who's new, who's real and who's not at this point. All right. So um, you can kind of see that I have a whole pile of different people. So these are the, again, how effective is my marketing and how far out am I getting? So that's what I kind of want you to walk away with from that, from that standpoint. Um, the next piece of this um, that I want to, I want to talk about is um, um, going down here to behaviors. This is also what's important to me when I come down here. Um, I like to see the behavior flow of something. And what that is, is where does somebody come in from? And then where do they fall out of my website? Now, I don't think you see these in an SEO report, but I want you to understand that these things are out there um, so that you, you know that you can ask about this and then see what the answers back are, because this kind of chart is very helpful. So you come in the front door, they tell you this is the starting page, which is the home page. I have out of that, I have 988 out of 2,500, 988 came through um, the home page. 
The next biggest page that I have is um, a web hosting knowledge graph. This is a Squarespace page. So I had 473 people that came through that page. What I will tell you about that page that I think is interesting is that I need to monetize that page because I had 473 people come get the information off that page and leave that never went anyplace else on the website. Whereas these all tell me where they went. So this one went from the homepage. This one went to the calendar page. Next one went to the portfolio. I can see where people went and what their journey was through the website. And I think that's an important thing for us to know is what is somebody's journey as they go through the website? All right. So just understand that that's kind of going on and what's happening there, because that's that's something that you your marketing company and yourself should be talking about is what is the path that people take through a website? Because if you don't know what that is, how do we know if we're capturing people right or we're doing things right? And and that I think that starts that's a, a topic that often doesn't get it doesn't get captured in some of these reports. Um, and I don't know that it gets talked about a lot in SEO reports. So um, that's that's that one. Okay, so then let's come down to the next one here. Hold on. I got to get this window moved. Hold on a second. All right. So that's our behavior. Um, the site content, it tells you the pages that people are using, what people are looking at. I always find that to be interesting because, again, it tells me whether I'm doing, I'm meeting the goals that I've set for myself, okay? So homepage, great. A thousand people come through the front door. It's only 21% of the site, so that's fine with me. I still have an inordinate amount of the people are coming to this Squarespace page. It says memo to self-monetize it. Um, Internet Marketing Clinic, which is this class, um, great, 5% of you come through that, and then I have the web design uh, page, which is next, and then contact us, I have 108 people looking through the contact, so I, I kind of look at my top five pages, they're exactly what I want them to be, um, or what I would expect them to be, all right, and the fact that from the design 152, 88, then proceeded to go to the portfolio, all the better, because that means those people were going a little bit deeper into our buyer decision. So I want you all to know that that's there, that that's a report that you should know, and you should know where people are landing on your website. It's an important, important feature. Um, and that should be in an SEO report when you get it. What is our top land on page? What, what, are, what are people accessing? If it's your homepage, I think you have a, a bit of a problem because it means the website itself is not diversified enough. It means that there's not enough elements throughout it um, that extend past the homepage. There's a lot of um, things that when I see a homepage is the like 90% of the traffic's homepage. I know I've got some problems there. All right. So that is one thing I will tell you. Okay. So, um, there's speed and then there's conversion and I don't have any conversion set up on vertical web yet. And I, and I really, I haven't, I, I probably should, but I haven't, but you should have goals set up. You should know, um, if you're running an ad on Facebook, you should have a tracking code on that so you know that people are coming. You should have an action. You should have a landing page. You should have a cart checkout. Um, I have one website that I have every step of the shopping cart track so that I know from conversion from start to finish what we did good and what we did bad. So um, 
those are, you should have some goals and your SEO report should have some of that built into it. If you're an e-commerce setting, you should, you need a plugin that's called Monster Insights and it will pull the um, e-commerce report and e-commerce setting in for you so that anything that you sell will be tracked throughout this website. So just understand that that's an option as well. All right. So that's a very, very high level look at analytics. Um, I want to make sure that we kind of, we've kind of got that going on. So we sort of understand that. Um, and then what I want to do is I want to come back and I want to look at a couple different ways to look at your website that you may see yourself being given. So one of the biggest ones that we have out there is uh, SEMrush. Um, and it is a tool that a lot of marketing companies use to give reports. And I want to I want to kind of talk to you about talk through this and talk to you about this um, because of how I see things that get set up and what things happen with things and so on and so forth. So let's kind of go over here. Um, and let me just, I'm going to use the art group because they're a nice little cute little nonprofit that we can use and it's not proprietary information. So the first thing in there that you may see is that you have some type of Google analytics and what it's doing is it's pulling some of that high level Google analytics data that we have. Now, one thing that I prescribe to do, um, and I want people to, I, I, and I'll tell you why I do this, is I don't need to show growth month after month. I want to show it, what were we doing last year to what were we doing this year? And the reason why is this. If you are a Christmas site and you look at yourself in March and April, you're going to have not a lot of traffic because Christmas runs October through uh, the middle of December. If I'm a travel site, I may have a lot of traffic in December and January when people get engaged, and I might slow down in February. I may slow down in March. So I always try, you know, Christmas is always the same month. Mother's Day is always the same month. Fourth of July is always on the fourth of July. I always try to keep it a month to month comparison. A lot of times, what I see SEO companies do on a report is give month over month reports. And that's not necessarily the right approach, in my opinion. Okay, so when I set them up, I compare them to last year. So you can see we're up 54% um, May 21st of uh, to June 21st of 2022 versus the same time period last year. So we've had a 54% growth in traffic on just that one um, set of numbers. That's an important thing because we show that we have people that people are coming up, that that's an important set. Understanding how many people are actually coming to our website is a very important thing. How this number is done last month to this month, I, I would like, I, I would encourage you that if you're getting this month compared to this month to this, to go back and say, hey, can we compare it to a year ago? and see what you get from an answer. Because analytics has my data from a year, year ago. So that's what this is. Whether I was on the job a year ago or whether analytics was on the job a year ago, as long as they were there a year ago, they're able to pull that out. So we have last year versus this year. 
Um, new sessions, we're up by 5% on new sessions. So we, that tells me that although we had a good jump in some in, in visits, we have some repeat customers coming. That's a good thing because people, that means I'm building an audience a little bit. So it's just the fact that I only have a 5% on brand new people. I would like to have more than 5%. Don't misunderstand me, but it also shows me that I'm building my brand a little bit. Okay. Um, the next thing I, I like to look at on stuff like this is I want to look and see, I want to see where the traffic is coming from. And again, I really, really, really encourage you to have a diverse profile. I don't necessarily like to push somebody and kind of say, okay, well, you're only going to have organic or you're only going to have paid and, and have situations like that. Because if you do, um, again, you end up getting pinned in. So this one's pretty kind of pretty spread out pretty good. It's got, you know, 50% of it's coming from organic, 42% is coming from direct. If you look at last year, um, we had more referral traffic by a little bit last year. The referral traffic is down. Um, so the brand is not getting out there as well. So I'm, I might go back and take a look at that and see why I have that little bit of a difference. Um, I would, again, understand what these numbers are. If you're not being given these numbers, you need to be given them so you know where the traffic's coming from and what's working and what's not. I cannot tell you how many people I ask and they say, well, I'm doing Facebook ads, but I don't know if it's doing anything for me. If you're spending money on something and you don't know if it's doing something for you, then you probably need to reevaluate it or at least evaluate it in a different way so you actually understand what's happening with something. Okay. So then we're going to come down to new and returning visits. I always like to know that what's new, what's returning. I mean, I've got a 70, 30 split roughly. I'm pretty happy with that. So that means my business is growing. Um, we have referrals because we had on this one in particular, we had one of the biggest referrals we had was PayPal because we had a, a money fundraising event. So we had um, a pretty big jump in PayPal. We also sign up classes using PayPal. So those two things kind of tick together. Um, I've got Facebook. I've got Gmail. That's people coming back. There's a whole bunch. We're getting stuff. We got stuff off of the state of Texas. That makes me happy. We were able to get into that and the state of Texas sent us some stuff. So that's a good thing. So I kind of look down here. It gives me all my, my situations. I'm pretty well happy with it. Um, again, these again are some metrics numbers, new sessions for this year versus new sessions for last year. Um, it kind of, it shows that again, it shows we've had pretty decent growth. We've had higher, much higher number in June than we did in June of 2020. Um, June of 2021. I, I I don't know why it's oh 20 excuse me June 21 to June of 22. I'm I'm reading wrong. Um, I would make sure your report has your uh, top your top pages and that so you know where people are coming from and you know what's happening. So and you can see this is an interesting thing, right? So this page here, our homepage, we had 900 to the homepage, we had 500, so it's 69% growth. But if you look here on this moving from fear-based love on parenting, we had no traffic on that page last year and we were up 100%. We've got 700 people that have visited that page. I can come down that and see each and every, this page is a little older page, that page is gaining more traction within our period of time. 
our class footprint has grown because I've had 400 people come here. We only had 200 people last year. So I can see by looking at this where I was last year to where I was this year, where I had some growth. Um, you can see that this number here, we had 88 people coming for the parenting classes this year. We had 171. That's a pretty darn good jump um, between the two. Um, those classes are helping drive uh, income for this organization. So that to me makes me pretty happy to have a 94% jump um, on, a, on a something that we sell page. Um, and we here we see it again here on the teacher's classes. So I can look down this and look at my top 10 pages and feel pretty confident to tell this customer, hey, you know what? We think we're doing, you know, this is showing good momentum and good growth. You should have that kind of information at your disposal so you can see that. Um, I don't know that a lot of people are gutsy enough to do what I'm doing here because they don't know whether it's going to show up. They don't know whether it's going to show down um, and their definitions of wins. So a lot of times they're talking about keywords and what are our keywords and what are we doing here and what are we doing there? Um, Next thing I've got is top landing pages. So what that is, is where do people enter the website from? Okay. And again, we can kind of go. So the difference between pages up here that are just the top pages that are looked at, um, they may not have landed on that page off Google. This is where is people landing off Google? And you can see I have a pretty good representation that these are across multiple pages. It's not just all the homepage. Um, and I think that's an important thing, too, that not everybody enters through the front door. Um, and that's something that we all probably pretty need to be well aware of. And what this report will do is it's taken all the pages. So it's got 25, 30. I don't want to bore everybody to come all the way down with it. Um, but it has a uh, reasonable amount. So now we're going to get into something else. Um, that people like to talk a lot about. And if you don't really know what you're, again, you don't know what you're looking at. You need two sides of this equation. So sometimes, let's say you're a local business only. Your SEO company may only give you a localized report and not give you a report of keywords past that. They only look out of the Google My Business account. And I'm going to say that I don't agree with handling it that way because even though you may be a localized business, um, you have to have an organic presence. You have to have a, 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 a strong presence there. So I think I don't like to see these reports that only give one dimension. So if you look on this one here, this is stuff. And let me back up. When I say localized business, uh, remember I told you web hosting Houston, that would be a local search term. Um, and working off the uh, Google My Business profile, which is the maps and your knowledge graph. Um, and not necessarily off the organic. Let me actually give an example. Let me show you what that would look like just so we know. So if I put the name of the company in, I get this nice little, um, whatchamacallit over here, knowledge graph about the company. I get an over, like, because I own, because this is my profile, I get some snapshots of what's going on here too. Um, but it's that, and then it's this also. So if I do web, 
Um, sometimes I come up here and sometimes I don't. Okay, so we're number three here on Web Design Houston. This is the localized piece of that versus um, what's underneath it, which is the, um, the organics. So if I do web design, these are organic listings and they're not tied to location. Whereas this one up here is tied to location. And because I'm, I'm on this part of town, whenever I'm on the west side of town, we're usually in that local pack. If I'm uh, in Kingwood, I'm not in that local pack because we're, you know, we're not in Kingwood versus we are in Kingwood kind of a thing. So um, just so, just so we kind of have an understanding there of what I'm talking about. So when, so what I'm, what I'm saying is that I would want an SEO report that showed me the local as well as the national, unless I didn't sell local. Um, I have, uh, a couple companies, uh, I have to go look at that because I, I didn't, I don't know that I thought that they did, but let me go see. It just has, is that what you're seeing too? It just has the map. Or are you, because you have to spell it right. There's like eight art groups. I'm trying to get them to change the domain name. All right. Yeah. Let me, you know, that's a, that's a good point. Let me, um, let me take a look at that and let's see what we can do to maybe do something with that. Um, see, this is not, this is not our company either. So there's, there's like this disconnect between the name of the company. I want to, I want to change the web address to our uh, adults relating to kids um, is really what I want to do, which is what ARC stands for. But uh because there's a lot of confusion on this words, but yeah, let me look at that. That's a good catch on your part that there's no, there's no photos on this. I don't know that I even considered it, but I guess I should. Good job. All right. So let's, let's come back over here. So with all of this now, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a, um, I'm a, uh, I don't know, um, I sell something on the internet. I guess, let's say if I'm a lighting company, uh, if I do that, um, I may um, not want to have a local listing. So I have a lighting company in Nevada. I, I really want them to be national and not pinned in Nevada. But the roofing company, I want the roofing company to be able to um, be localized. So they're going to be heavier here. So when we give them their report, it gives them all their locations, all their breakout. I also still give them the organic though. Um, but I recognize completely that um, the, uh, the roofing company needs to have local more than it needs to have national. So just understand that, that there's that going on. Um, and we can, and we can go there. When you get your report, you have to decide, am I more of a local company? Am I more of a national company? Who am I? What am I? And are they giving me an accurate representation? Giving you a report just showing things are green does not necessarily mean that things are going right, okay? And I think that's partly what I want everybody to walk away from this class with is that just because 
things, you're given a report that says, and I, and I see this so often that people say to me, well, look, they gave me this report and everything's green, but I'm not getting, my phone's not ringing and my, because it's not about how much green's on the report. And if I was going to make a report only to show you green, that's not hard to do. Um, but does that give you an accurate representation? So I'm kind of hoping what you guys walk away with is some, some thought process on how can I make sure that I'm getting out of these reports what I need, okay? So that's, I'm okay um, with ARC not doing great on local because they're hyper-local in Cypress, Texas is not going to help them. They need to sell divorce classes for the state of Texas, they need to talk about school shootings and being a bully. And they need to do that. On, I think they need to do it on a national level. And I've told them that multiple times, um, but at least on a state level. This local search is hyper-local to Cypress, Texas. Um, and that's why I kind of, uh, I guess, Houston, but it's, it's you know, two, Highway 249, it's, it's right there, you know, right right at uh, 249 on the Tomball Parkway. So I just, you know, I want everybody kind of to get the right idea here that local doesn't help this business. If you're a local accountant, then yeah, local is important and it's probably more important than the organic, but that, but you still should have a representation in the organic. And see, even my company that a lot of our terms are local and localized and we do okay on it. At the end of the day, web hosting, um, although Google tries to keep making it a local term, it's a national term. People go pick GoDaddy or go whoever. Um, this localization of web hosting is probably not the right. It should have stayed a national term and never come to a local level because web design, yes. Web hosting, no. Okay. Because a lot of people want web designers that are around the corner from them. Um, so that's, that's kind of where, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that from. So you have to make that determination of what's best for your own business to be able to understand what way you want to go and what you want to do with it. Okay. All right. Um, the next thing, and I always think this is interesting. Um, and I, and I, anecdotally, I'll speak to this in a second too. Okay. What this is, is how many calls does your website get? Um, so you, you, we may be talking traffic, but we get no calls to the website. Well, now this art people, they don't want calls. They don't need calls. So you can see, we don't have a lot of calls because it's tracking it off that knowledge graph that I showed you. I had an urgent care in Conroe and they kept telling me, we don't know if we're getting anything. And yet I'd go in the back and they'd have 700 phone calls that came in in a, in a 30 day spirit period of time. I'm like, here's the phone number of 700 people that called your clinic. We can easily cross-reference those phone numbers up against your customer base. And you'll know how many of them you got new because they came in through Google, used that apparatus and Google has tracked it. Um, so how many phone calls are you getting depends on what kind of business you are. But if you're a localized business and you're in urgent care and you're getting 700 people, but you're not getting uh, organic traffic to the website, but I have 700 phone calls, uh, I'm going to include, consider that a win because what's happening is people are putting in urgent care near me and we're not anywhere near that urgent care, but I'm going to put an urgent care near me. I'm going to scroll down here. 
I'm going to pick one of these that are kind of close by that maybe I heard of and maybe I didn't. Let's say I go to care now. I'm going to click on, I'm going to cost some money doing that. But I come up here and surely there's a way to get in touch with them. Oh, wait, here's their phone number right here. Here's their website. Here's everything about them right, right here in front of me that I can pick whatever I want to do. So, you know, it may be a win that I am, I may not be getting the traffic to the website, but I'm, they're calling me, they're seeing what the weight is, they're coming in, they're getting directions. It, that's a win. So again, you have to, how are we evaluating things and what are we, how, what are we looking at on things when we, when we do stuff? So this is an important box depending on what your business is and how you are. So if somebody's looking you up, um, you're going to have maybe some more web visits than you do um, calls or requests for directions. We, we don't have a lot of foot traffic through my office, but I get people asking for directions all the time for, the, for where I am. Um, but for some reason, then I don't have foot traffic. But it, 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 you know, and maybe it's people coming to see me or something like that or looking to see where we're located um, in re regard to Katie or something along those lines. So, but with all of that said, um, you know, that's to me, customer action and how they interacted with the Google, my business, depending on whether that's heavy or not, that should be, and you have to determine what you feel. So a report that says you had your, you have this many keywords and this is where they rank. Although that's lovely information, it probably doesn't give me a really good feel, um, for how is that matriculating back out? And I think that's what we, that's what we need to really focus on is how are we, how are we getting that back out to be able to get that information back out to us? Okay. Next one down talks about um, search performance so that when I do a search, how many impressions am I getting? What am I getting? You can see that we're getting a lot more impressions um, in uh, a month now. We're getting 34,000 impressions. Now let's talk about impressions and clicks, okay? It's great that we have 34,000 impressions. And what an impression is, is when I do a search, somewhere on the page, the art group is mentioned. So, um, if I do parenting classes, whatever I choose, if they're on the page, great. There's 34,000 of them happening. Now let's talk about really what that means. I've got two problems with that. Because if I look at it, I've had 500 clicks out of 34,000. So that's a pretty low number, okay? I would want to know, A, where were we positioned on those pages that we came up on? B, um, what was what's happening with that? But don't be fooled by the impression number because the impression number says I showed up in a Google search, but it doesn't say that somebody did something with me. It's great that I'm on a page. If I'm at number 10, I'm, I'm going to get on that impression count, but it doesn't mean that it's going to do a darn thing for me to make any money. So that's what that's kind of what I want you to understand so that you, you kind of don't be fooled by that or wowed by that, that that's a, a, a good valid sort of a number because it, it just says that you showed up in search and it's great that you did, don't misunderstand. But my website right now is tracking at 1.2 million impressions. Um, if I, we, we can go look in search console, 
I think it's saying we're getting like, like I said, one and a half million impressions. I don't have any near that traffic that substantiates that. And the reason why is that we're still on a three month old website. We're still to the, towards the bottom of the page where people don't scroll to. Okay. So although it sounds impressive to say I have 1.2 million searches, it's not all that impressive just simply because at the end of the day, what I have going on is, um, you know, people aren't actually clicking because I'm not visible in the sense of above the fold of the page. So don't get all, look, we had 34,000 impressions or we had a half a million impressions. Woo woo. Where's my money? There's no money coming because yeah, nobody's clicking on us as I can see by that number over here. Okay. Granted, we've had a pretty huge amount of growth in impressions. We've had a huge amount of, uh, we've had a pretty reasonable uptick in clicks, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to put money in our pocket. So just, just want you to understand what that is and don't be fooled by the, the enormity of that number that it sounds like it's some awesome thing. And it really is nothing more, um, or less than, than that. So, okay. So that's that story. Um, the search console, uh, this will give you the clicks. This kind of puts that in perspective. This is a chart of where we were last year, where we are this year. And that puts this numbers, two numbers in, uh, in um, perspective. Um, the next thing I can do is I can see what are the categories in the the words that are being used to find us and where some of those impressions are coming from. Um, if you look down, you know, we've got, and I actually looking at this, I think that's where this is coming from is the Simone Biles event is what helped that jump up some. So we had an event where Simone Biles made a personal appearance. And so we had the whole big thing here. So I think that helped that number move up some. So um, I can come down this list. I can see what ones gave me the most amount of impressions. And then what were the clicks? What was, where was our, where were we in positioning? Um, you can see that here in the report. This, we were 13 um, on this report, on this page. Uh, so it helps us have a perspective um, of what that is. I just, I don't want to get too much wrapped up in the fact of the impressions. Um, the only thing it really helps me know is what do I have to do to push it forward to get a better, a better percentage, um, a better set of click-throughs. That should be my goal for this section. Um, this is a very long list. Uh, and then what we have is, now this is something I'm controlling specifically myself. Um, and it shows where we are and what's happening and what's going on. So if I come here and I spread this out, um, you can see that we're number one, 21 on Houston, on Parenting Classes Houston. Uh, divorce, uh, Texas Divorce Classes were number 23. Um, I would like these numbers higher for sure. But these are some of the words that we put in that we're tracking that we felt like could get money um, and, uh, revenue in the door for these, for these people, um, because they, that's what they sell. They sell these type of classes and parent engagement classes. They, that's what they sell. 
Um, so the good news is we have them here. The bad news is I really need them actually to get to the first page so they get a little bit better traction on them. Um, and you can see it gives me an idea of what's in the top 10, what's in the top 20, what's in the top you know 50, um, and what's going on with them. So um, that's, that's another thing. Now, a lot of the times you get bogus keywords in this section, and I... Let me show you. Let's come over here a second. Let me see if I can pull it out over here. I'm switching platforms, but I want you to see something. I I have my own website tracked in a couple different manner manners. All right. So if you look over here, I have a whole set of keywords that I have tracked. I have 750 of them, give or take. And what it tells me is, what is my visibility? What is my traffic? What is my positioning? What went up? Went, went, what went down? And I'll tell you, this went down a little bit because I hadn't put anything on the website in the last couple of weeks. So I had to put something on there yesterday. So we got to get back on track with that. Um, I can decide to sort this by traffic. I can decide to sort this by position, okay? And I usually sort by position. But what I, what I want to throw out there to you is, does that search term make me money, okay? And that's what we have to be asking ourselves, all right? Um, I will tell you that the expert SEO word for me has gotten me speaking information, speaking um, engagements. Um, I will say that some of these words, they're putting me at least on the map on a web development scale. Um, and our local SEO terms are moving up to the first, for the top of the first page. So I, I, I'm overall, I'm very happy. But um, like this keyword here, web SEO services, I do not think that we will ever get a person looking for that, that that word has. So I can say I have, you know, a number six on that term, but I don't necessarily look for that term to net me $1 ever. Um, it used to be, you know, and I'll give you a good example. I've always said that the website needs to rank on web hosting. And people would say to me, well, you could be on affordable web hosting and website hosting and web hosting. The person that was making the buying decision, the only word that they would use is web hosting. They didn't put in cheap. They didn't put in good. They didn't put in affordable. They didn't put in any of those terms. They would put in web hosting. And when they didn't put in web hosting, it pretty much was an indicator that it was not a buyer. So those some of these words are meaningless to me. Now, web design service is great. I'm really happy that I'm moving up seven. I have to get that to the top three. That's really what I'm going to have to do to capitalize on these 3,000 people to be giving out quotes all over the place. All right. That's what you should be getting out of. The fact that something jumped up 53 places, great. Does that make me a dollar? Okay. And you think, you, I think to myself, who's typing in web SEO services? Probably pretty much nobody. Okay. So when I kind of search for this, I tend to do it based on volume. SEO. I'm not there. That's a national term, 98,000. 
I got a lot of work to rank on some of these bigger terms because they're so dense and so thick and the pressure on them is so high that I've really got to, I've really got to get links. I've got to get articles. I need to do things to make them move up. So you start to see the higher end words that are worth web design agency nationally were number 13 and that moved up 11 spaces. So that's probably a good one for us to our, us to push down on a little bit. I may consider putting up something that talks about how to hire a web design agency so that I can push that to the first page because that's a high target. That's what I look at when I look at reports. I think people come in and give these these reports to end users and say, look, you moved up all these places, but if they're not helping you, then what are you doing? Okay. So that's what I, that's kind of what I want you to understand. Um, this is another service. Um, and this one was really more born out of backlinks um, and how many backlinks you have and what's the overall health of the website. So if we come here and let's kind of just look at mine. It tells me that approximately the authority of this website's at 41 um, on a scale of one to a hundred. It gives me how many domains that I have repointing to us, where we fall in a one to 100 ratio, or excuse me, one to infinity ratio. We're at 1.3 million. Um, you know, and again, I'm, I'm not unhappy because as you can see, this website started on Jan in January. So, I mean, we, we've done a good job of, of ramping this up and pushing this forward and, you know, on something that is literally brand new. Okay. Um, because I, some of you may not know, I changed the name of the company in January from December to January. So I, I kind of felt like Vertical Rev gave us a much more accurate representation about what we do. Um, so as a result, um, you're okay. As a result, uh, you know, we've had a pretty good straight shot upwards, which it makes me happy. Um, but, you know, we've got you know, and I think we're in a great spot for what we do, where we are. Um, but you see, and you see it's moving up my moving average. I'm, I'm jumping up by pretty much large, large chunks and large sets of numbers here on a regular basis. So this is a different type of report that you have mostly talking about uh, links and stuff. Uh, gives you the value of the website. Um, it, it'll give you the traffic reports. And then I went ahead and tracked the keywords in it. Um, no, normally you don't see Ahrefs used as a reporting software to give clients reports out of. Um, usually I see them come out of SEM rush is for bright local or something like that. Um, so that, that's that story. So just understand there's different ones, different ways. Moz is another one out there that'll give uh, a lot of uh, different information. Um, and again, this information can be manipulated and I, it's to show that you're doing a good job. I don't want you necessarily to be fooled um, by that, that you think, oh, wait, because at the end of the day, there cannot be a disconnect between the amount of traffic that you have and the amount of sales that you have. Um, and unless those two things are aligned well, or you have a good understanding of why they're not uh, uh, the travel sites, travel sites almost empirically have to have a paid for component now because Google's um, 
co-opting these pages to force that model. So let's do this. Let's do TLI applications. When I do that, you start to see that, look at how many ads we have right out of the box. They've got one, two, three, four ads up at the top. They have Costco. Um, and then they've got this people also add, I think they've only got three and then they have things to do in Italy and they've got their own sets of travel guides. Um, they've co-opted these pages pretty seriously that they're a little bit um, difficult to get a placement in here. Um, and then, you know, as I've told you a couple times now, most places are going to come down below. They're not going to come all the way down. So they're, by the time you get here, people have already sort of made their decision of where they're going. And if you look, they're trying to make these websites, these pages and these ads look more and more like an organic listing and less and less like an ad. So they're more apt to be clicked on. So travel has become a very interesting problem um, because... They have co-opted this page so um, badly. Let me see what this one looks like. See how, look how far down they're pushing this. Before you ever even get to a, 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 an, a listing, they've kind of pushed everything pretty far down the page. So I, I want you to be aware of that. That's something else you've got to look at. So I, I guess what I'm, what I want you to kind of get out of today is what are, what are they showing me? What does the report show me? And then how can I interpret that data? Um, I want to touch on a different one. And if you're using, um, if you're using WordPress, I highly recommend adding this. Okay. Um, it's called statcounter.com. It can be put in and pulled in right out of WordPress. Uh, it's cheap, but I want to give you an overview of what this all does and what the difference is between what we just talked about. Because at the end of the day, this becomes the only real one. Okay. So analytics, to understand what analytics is, it, it, it analyzes, interprets, and gives you what it thinks. It's not necessarily an exact science, okay? Um, and what I mean when I say that, so Google may throw out um, traffic that's coming to the website that it deems is not valuable traffic to you. So you may show you had less people listing. Um, you may show that you had uh, less people. If you just look at that, I had 26 people today. This is a log analyzer. What I did with this, this is basically takes and logs everything through the website, which is why this is an important thing, okay? I have every situation with this website and this kind of I can go back over the course of a year I can go over a course of six months I can go over the course of whatever I wanted to go whatever I wanted to go off of okay I want I think everybody should have something that is not being interpreted for them the SEM rush stuff 
doesn't necessarily look at your traffic per se. It's using, it's using analytics to pull that in. Um, so there's some traffic there, but then there's a whole, this discussion about keywords, but I don't know that that, it, it does, I shouldn't say, I don't know that it does help you understand, um, what, what people are finding you on, but then I think you also have to know what's going on. So this gives a different view. So I use this in analytics together to give me an, a good comprehensive overview. So the first thing I, when I come in, it gives me an, a daily accounting. It can give me a monthly accounting. Um, I'm going to change it to monthly. And I am going to turn off. And I had turned it off on this website uh, back in February and March when I first turned it on. So you see that we had, you know, January, we were just starting out. So remember, these are just starting out numbers. Okay. But it tells me who are new visitors and who are, um, who are just actual visitors and repeat visitors. I expect as time goes on that the repeat visitors will go up because more and more people are learning to use um, this website and come back to it to use the classes and so on, so on and so forth. So the split on this over time, I think, will continue to kind of split out. Um, and that's a good thing. You know, as I say, I turned this website on in January and I did turn it on in January. I also think that um, in February and March, we still didn't have a full website. So don't, don't lose sight of that either, that that's why a piece of this was off as well. So... Um, all right. So the first thing it gives me is a summary. Okay. And it gives me a summary by months. It gives me a, it gives me what the overall users were. It tells me what the trends were. It tells me what's going on with it. That's all awesome information. I think this is more solid information than analytics because it's one for one. The next thing it'll tell me, I can come in and I, and I'm going to say the last seven days, I'm not even going to go to the last 30 days. I'm going to tell, look at the last seven days. And it's going to tell me what are, and there's that Squarespace page again, right? But it's going to tell me what the homepage, it's going to tell me the calendar for the, um, for the website for the month. Um, yesterday, I put up a, our episode 212, that is the, sorry about that, that is the glossary of terms. Those of you that have been following this, I took a glossary of terms and we've been defining it. So I finally was able to get the first part of that up, which is letters A through D. Um, so there's a whole page that went up yesterday. So we've had 12 there. Um, it gives me over the last week, how many people came for web design, how many people came for errors. I can look down this and see what were my most popular pages over the course of the last week. So um, that's, I always find that to be a helpful, a helpful thing. Um, so we should, we should try to know what that is and what that looks like. It also tells me that if I put this page up yesterday and I had no traffic, that there's a problem to it. So if I came here and this had nothing, I would start to wonder exactly what, um, you know, what we needed to know, what we needed to do. And that's kind of why I think this is an important um, set, of, set of information for everybody, okay? Because I think you have to have that. Um, if you're a, a stat wonk, you know, this is also good stuff to have. It also gives me a deep dive over the last week. I have 62 
um, sets of pages that people took a look at that people were looking at. So I can see like, here's one episode 205, you know, what is SEO for beginners? So I can see how well these pages are doing, what they're doing. What I don't see is a heavy concentration on the SEO page the local SEO page or the web design page, because at the end of the day, those are the three that are going to put money in my pocket. Although here's web design, web design Houston got hit 10 times. I'd like that in a seven day period to have that be a hundred times. So that's a goal for me right now. We're number five that, that tells me I need to push that up and move that up more because that page is not getting hit enough for where it's placed. Okay. Um, the web hosting page is also another one with the web hosting packages. I'd like to get that rolling. I'd like to get that up to, you know, over the course of a week, my goal would be to have that page hit 500 times over the course of a week. So I have to adjust my thinking about those are two things that I think they're working, but they're not working to the degree, degree that I want. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't have this kind of report. And I think this report is a lot easier sort of understand than the uh, than Google Analytics. I, I really do think it's a, a little bit easier of a situation. Um, the other thing I can do is I can look and I can see what came in over the course of a period of time on this page. Um, this page hasn't been up very long, but you can see that I've had some in May. I, when I put the page on, I turned it on on May the 27th. You see, I start having some traffic to it. What I have, I'm only getting four to five people a day. I want a hundred. So without this oversight of knowing that I only have four a day, I wouldn't know that. And then I don't know how to act and react. Okay. Um, and these are the questions you should kind of be asking your provider. Um, who's ever working with you. If you're a small business and you don't have a provider, this is the way you need to, you kind of need to look through it like through my eyes, which is what do I see? When I look at this, I see a webpage that I need to go get another 50 people a day to if I'd like to sell something. I can go woo woo or number three in Houston on web hosting. But at the end of the day, those numbers are not enough for me to support a sale. So I understand that. I get that. It just means I have to work harder and do some more things. And what those more things are, are things that we talk about in this class on a pretty regular basis. But um, we can we can look at that a little bit more. Okay, so the next thing, my next favorite report in this, okay, is I have two that are my next favorite report, if you will. This one, I'm going to start with this one and explain to you why. I love this report. This is the best report there is, in my opinion. What it does is it tells me the customer's journey through a page. So this page here just happened uh, at 1210. So 20 minutes, 20 minutes ago, okay, somebody went to the class link and they went just to the class link. Okay, awesome. I have somebody that came, they went directly to the uh, episode 212, the ultimate glossary page that they, they, they must have got an email from there um, doing that. And then here's an interesting one. So that's Utopia, Texas. This is Katie, Texas. Okay, great. But here's somebody from Palm Bay, Florida. And what they looked at and were able to find, and I'll tell you what search term, I know what search term they used. Okay, they came from Google and they went to my chamber membership page that explains why a chamber membership is important for a small business, even if you don't want to go to any chamber activities. All right. 
that page has been one of the most traffic pages on this website. And I have what's happened to it is I have people making links to it from chambers of commerce. So I have a chamber of commerce, the Atlanta chamber of commerce. I have one in Wyoming. I've got a couple in Ohio. I have multiple places throughout the United States making links to that page from chambers of commerce to directly to this page. And Google looks at that page and says, oh, wait, that must be a pretty important page because we have all these people linking to it. And what it is, is it's a 10 minute video that talks about why a chamber of commerce membership is important. So here we have somebody from Palm Bay, Florida, that now has had exposure to my brand, exposure to us, a small talk from me, and maybe they're they're there and they know what they're looking at, okay? I come down here on this one. This one is another one. Somebody in Humble was looking for uh, the class and they started the Houston Northwest Chamber of Commerce and that's how they, they wheedled their way down. Um, this is another one from Houston that was a direct link to the clinic class. Now I can go down this list and I look down this list and I say, okay, where are people coming from? Where are people finding us? What are they looking for us from? Now here's one Mesa, Arizona. They came to that Squarespace page. Uh, Carolina, they came to the web design page. Okay. Um, and this one, I don't know where this one is. Uh, but that one's another one that's Google. And it, what it is, is whatever their query was, we were number one. It's actually telling me where we were placed based on that, on that, um, on that query that that person did. Doesn't tell me what the query is, but it does tell me that I was number one on it. Little by little, I can get a feel for what's going on on my website and understanding what's going on. So you see all these people that were looking to come to today's class or see where we were, Houston, Houston. Um, even I have one out of New York. It kind of gives me an idea there, okay? And I can come down this list anytime I want and take a look and I can see what somebody's path was through my website. And I think that's important for us to understand why now, here's one that came out of India. So now I have to wonder what this person was doing and what they were looking at. So that's always interesting, too, because if you look in the middle of the night, we have foreign countries all over the place. Um, you see that today, at least, the most popular thing is everybody trying to get the class, the class link. Um, I also know that I sent out another email blast. <clears throat> a little earlier today to remind everybody about this. So this is some of this is people hitting people's email boxes um, and then seeing whether they want to come or not. Okay. Um, and you can kind of keep going down this. We have like, you know, 3000 people on our list now. So that list is getting pretty beefy. Um, I just, I start to look down this list. I can get pretty much anything I need out of this list to understand what and how people are traveling through our website and where they're dead ending. And what the one thing that always strikes me interesting when I sit down and I look at all of this is that the education parts of my website continue to excel. And I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I want people to know this is a place that they can come. I want people to know that this is a place that they can get information. And then if they need help, they know who to call because they've been hanging out here enough that they get that. So this is one of those things that I think everybody should have this particular tool because this level of oversight, I think is um, 
or visibility is probably the better word for it is is really important. The second one I look at, excuse me, is the uh, visitor activity. And you can see it's kind of a truncated version of that other report. Here's the Utopia Texas people again. Here's the Katie person again, um, and so on and so forth, right all the way on down the pike here. Um, and it gives you um, an ability to see what's going on. I can see what their operating systems are. I can see what their web browsers are. I think I can see who's mobile, who's not mobile, who's using an iPhone, who's not using an iPhone um, or an Android phone. Um, and, I, and I think that's very important for us to know all of that, okay? Um, the page activity, this is uh, the pages themselves. Um, I don't, usually the keywords don't really show. You see, they can't really give you because Google doesn't report keywords. But if you look, we've had a reasonable level of keywords of Google searches today. I'm kind of pretty impressed with the amount of Google searches we've had, and that kind of makes me happy. Um, the other thing I can do is the exit links. And that's always interesting to me of where people leave and why they leave. Now, I don't know why that's a telephone link. We'll have to look at that. Here, somebody's coming. They want to send me an email. There's another person left. They're going to send me. I guess I'm going to have a lot of emails by the time I get out of here. Um, I've got one that came across Twitter um, and they left and they went to Twitter. I have another one that left and went to LinkedIn and they, they looked at that. Where are they clicking out to go look at something? And that's that's what that's what this is all this is all about. Um, what did they do? How did they go? I think this goes to. I'm gonna check this because this is a really old page. I gotta fix that. See, I'm looking at this on exit pages, and I'm saying I need to go fix this because there's there's something off here. But you can see how many people are coming through and looking for us to, to do stuff, Zoom links, classes, you name it. What are the exit pages? Uh, the other thing that's always interesting, although this is of no forbearance on anything, I love when I can go look at a map like this and we're all across the United States and not just pinned in one place. Then um, you can see we've had a pretty busy little... Because of the domain registration stuff we do, we, we have a lot of footprint across the world. Um, and it's always been interesting to me because the only place I guess we don't have a lot is in South America. So um, those are three different types of SEO reports. There are three different ways of looking at this. I When I do it, I look through all of them. I kind of look at all of them together. I aggregate them out and then I formulate my opinions and what I need to do with it. So I, I wanted everybody to just kind of understand um, where we were and what we were doing and what was going on here. And I thought that was the important thing. Is there any questions before I call it a day here? Um, if there, if there are no questions, I think that's all I have to say. The only other thing I want you to do is I want everybody to meet Cooper. He's our newest little puppy that we just added. So he's been over here sleeping on my desk while I've been talking all this time. Um, so everybody that knows me or knows of me, yep, he is, uh, my other dog passed away a month and a half ago and I just couldn't take it anymore. So we now have a new puppy and his name is Cooper. So he's the new vertical web little dog that's kind of hanging out with us. So, 
So who, Cooper's our new SEO dog. He's going to be an expert in SEO before it's all, all, but he's been sleeping here on my desk the whole time. You guys didn't even know he was here. So um, anyway, if anybody has any questions, now would be the time you can unmute yourself and ask. I've got no problem with that, um, you know, and we can answer what we need to answer. Um, or I can, we can just say, hey, we'll talk to you next week. Um, through HCC next week, we're doing WordPress. So anybody ever want to know how to use WordPress or how I do WordPress or whatever, we're doing a WordPress demonstration. And that's uh, six o'clock next Wednesday night. And you can sign up off the SCORE website for that. I think they told me the link is up now to go sign up for that. So, um, but if you get in a bind, let me know and we can we can sort that all out. But that's uh, that's coming next that's coming next Wednesday, next Wednesday night. So, all right, with that, I don't see anybody answer asking questions. Nobody's uh, one question, right quick. Go ahead. Um, would you have Would you be doing any Google Business Profile classes as well? Uh, yes, I have been doing those. They're going to change again. There's a few out on uh, under. If you look at class on the uh, if you look at the class topics on uh, Vertical Web, you'll find a video. I had done one not too long ago, but Google's making some changes to that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to do some classes on that and then not probably let them get this into like, uh, let's kind of plan maybe towards the end of the summer, maybe August, because yeah. it'll be better implemented by then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did see that they're getting rid of the uh, Google, my business uh, app. So yeah, they are. And, and uh, you know what? We hate it. it it's so difficult. It's so <laughs> difficult to figure out what we need to do with it all. So yeah. Okay. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So anybody else before we call it? Okay. All right. Well, Coop and I are off to the rest of our day and we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Have a great one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. That's a wrap for this week's internet marketing clinic. We'll see you next week. Thank you.